Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. I hope that everyone is having a great day. Happy St. Patrick's Day to all that celebrate. The river got dyed green on Saturday, so full celebration mode. Also, something else to celebrate. Tomorrow is my sister's birthday. So happy early birthday to her. I hope that she has an amazing birthday. I hope that this year brings everything that she wants and more because she is so incredibly deserving. She was just here with me in Chicago this past weekend. Unfortunately, her trip got cut short for some unexpected reasons, but I'm just happy that I got to see her for the little time that I did. Love her so, so much. I can't wait till she comes back. The only other new thing with me is that I finished the show The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window, the Netflix show with the ridiculously long comical title. Wow, guys, what an ending. I don't want to spoil it for any of you, but I just have to say, I did, in fact, call the ending, which I feel like just made me really understand the parody of the whole show. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. They do a lot of dramatizations about a lot of shows, a lot of movies, a lot of books like this one. That's really it for what's new with me. Let's carry on with this episode right in to what's hot. This what's hot story is coming straight from my email inbox because I am on this brand subscription list and that's how I heard about this news. So straight from Emma's inbox, Introducing Skims Swim, a brand new category of game-changing swim solutions. They put in their email, our signature expertise in fit and style will soon be available in an extensive system of ultra-flattering versatile swimwear designed for in and out of water. The swim collection is coming in 19 styles, seven colors, and sizes extra extra small to 4x. They have two pieces, they have one pieces, and they have cover-ups. I took a look at the collection and it looks like they have some really nice basics, so I'm very interested to see how people respond to this. I'm sure that they're gonna love it. Skims has had a ton of success. They also recently raised funding at a 3.2 billion dollar valuation. So they are very much capable of expanding this empire. I do feel that now that Skims, which by the way, if you didn't know this, Skims is Kim Kardashian's brand. They do a lot of shapewear, underwear, loungewear, very comfortable, basic, stylish pieces. So now with this brand, she's expanding into swim, which is very interesting because now this is kind of in competition with Kylie Jenner's brand, Kylie Swim which she recently launched a couple months ago. I will say they are very different. I feel like Kylie's brand is more about the trends and Skims is more about the everyday swimsuit. But I don't know, I feel like so many of the sisters are in the same lane, especially Kylie and Kim. Maybe their interests are just very similar, but I do always think about that. I hope that they're very supportive of one another. That's all I have to say. If you guys wanna shop this collection, like I said, A lot of the pieces look very cute, very comfortable, pretty versatile. This collection launches tomorrow, Friday, March 18th at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm guessing every and all of these styles are going to sell out incredibly quickly. So if you want it, set an alarm and good luck. Next up on What's Hot, 
some entertainment streaming news. According to Variety.com, HBO Max and Discovery Plus will be combined into one platform. Variety writes, Discovery, which is about to become Warner Bros. Discovery within the next month, when its merger with AT&T's Warner Media closes, has confirmed its plans to combine its current streaming service, Discovery Plus, and Warner Media's HBO Max into one service, rather than offer the two platforms as a bundle. Discovery CFO Gunnar Wiedenfels, who will also serve as CFO of the newly combined Warner Bros. Discovery, said Monday during the Deutsche Bank 30th Annual Media, Internet, and Telecom Conference that Discovery is making preparations to combine the two streamers, marking the first time the company has actually revealed its post-merger strategy for Discovery Plus and HBO Max, amid speculation they could remain solo platforms with bundling options. But before they are combined, Wiedenfell says the first step during integration will be some form of bundling, while the new company figures out the best way to merge the two platforms. He said, One of the most important items here is that we believe in a combined product as opposed to a bundle. We believe that the breadth and depth of this content offering is going to be a phenomenal consumer value proposition. The question is, in order to get to that point and do it in a way that's actually a great user experience for our subscribers, that's going to take some time. Again, there's nothing that's going to happen in weeks, hopefully not in years, but in several months. And we will start working on an interim solution in the meantime. So right out the gate, we're working on getting the bundling approach ready. Maybe a single sign-on, maybe ingesting content into the other product, etc., so that we can start to get some benefits early on. But the main thrust is going to be harmonizing the technology platform, building one very, very strong combined direct-to-consumer product and platform. That's going to take a while. Discovery Plus currently costs $4.99 per month with ads, or $6.99 without ads, and accounts for the bulk of Discovery's streaming subtotal, which the company reported to be 22 million worldwide consumers at the end of 2021. For HBO Max and HBO, last year ended with a combined 73.8 million global subscribers. HBO Max is priced at $9.99 per month with ads and $14.99 a month as an ad-free service. On Monday, Gunner did not give guidance regarding how much the combined streaming platform would cost customers, though he did note Warner Bros. Discovery will introduce both ad-free and ad-light products. Very interesting. I personally do not use Discovery Plus, but I do use HBO Max a lot. It has become one of my favorite streaming platforms just because so much of the content that I watch is on there. So without really watching Discovery Plus, I can't really tell if this is a seamless integration, but I'm sure a lot of people know exactly what they're doing here. I think a really interesting piece of this is how much all of this is going to cost for the consumer. Because if you're an HBO Max consumer, I don't necessarily know that you would innately be a Discovery Plus consumer. So to potentially then have your cost raised because they're combining the two platforms, I hope that doesn't happen. But I wouldn't be surprised if it happens on the other end of it. Like I can't imagine the combined price being lower than the HBO Max price, but I can imagine it being higher than the Discovery Plus price. I think it'd be useful to know how much crossover they actually see between these two platforms, which of course, they have this data, they have the numbers, but hopefully it doesn't affect too many people cost-wise, 
because I know the slight dollar differences doesn't seem like it adds up, but it really does, especially now when so much of our content is spread across all of these streaming platforms. A lot of people don't just have HBO Max, they also have Netflix and Amazon Prime and Hulu. So that's definitely something to consider if they're thinking about changing the prices. Also curious to know what this realistic timeline is going to be because it kind of seems like they're unsure at this point, which is fair, this is just happening this month, but if it's going to be offered as a bundle right now, and they seem very adamant that they want this to be a combined platform, I'm interested to see how long that process is going to actually take. We will see, and like I said, I am a big HBO Max user, so if anything changes for my user experience, I will be sure to let you guys know. That's it for what's hot. Let's get right in to what's good. Me and my boyfriend spent literally all day Sunday binging one show. And this show is another miniseries, another semi-suspenseful drama. I cannot get away from these, you guys. I am fully addicted at this point. This show that I'm talking about is Nine Perfect Strangers. Here's your summary. Based on the New York Times bestselling book by author Leanne Moriarty, Nine Perfect Strangers takes place at a boutique health and wellness resort that promises healing and transformation as nine stressed city dwellers try to get on a path to a better way of life. Watching over them during this 10-day retreat is the resort's director, Masha, a woman on a mission to reinvigorate their tired minds and bodies. However, these nine perfect strangers have no idea what is about to hit them. Guys, this show was insane. It kept us wanting to watch more and more. It also had a really great cast. Nicole Kidman, Samara Weaving, Bobby Cannavale, Melissa McCarthy, Luke Evans, Michael Shannon, Grace Van Patten. Everyone showed up and I thought played their part very well. Right from the start, I loved the beautiful imagery in the intro and also the music. Both of those things combined very much reminded me of Big Little Lies. And of course, Nicole Kidman is in this show and she was also in Big Little Lies, so that probably added to that as well. She really does them all. I feel like if you have a show like this, you definitely want to cast her. It seems like she's just made for these roles. I will say the show was incredibly heavy. Some of the topics that they talked about, very challenging to watch. Some of the moments got incredibly emotional. But you know what? Content is made to make you feel something. And this show definitely made me feel a lot of things. Like the summary said, this show is based on a book. I have heard people talk about this book and they raved about it. They loved this book so much. I'm curious to know if the people that read the book like the series. Because I feel like a lot of times when I read the book, I don't like the content that comes out of it in visual form. Because it's just not the same. The book is usually better. But maybe that's not the case here. But I will say that there were moments in this, some of the bigger moments I would say, that I felt would be slightly more impactful if I read it in a book, as opposed to just being something that you find out in an episode. Does that make sense? Like sometimes a really big thing happens in a show, and for some reason, if you're reading those moments, they seem more surprising. Maybe that's just me, I don't know if that's a common opinion, but I did have that thought a couple times while watching this. 
And don't get me wrong, those moments of finding out those out of the ordinary things were still insane. It's just something that came through my head. So if you did read the book and watch the series, please let me know what you thought about both. And if you didn't read the book, but this still sounds interesting to you, check it out because again, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was engaged the entire time. One more time, this mini-series is called Nine Perfect Strangers, and it is on Hulu. Next up for what's good, I have a game recommendation for you guys. And I kind of feel like this is going to be a very funny recommendation because it is not a new game. It is a game that a lot of people know about, a lot of people play. It is not anything out of the ordinary. But as of late, I have found myself wanting to play this game more and more. I played it so much in my childhood, and I'm just resurfacing it in my life again. This game is Uno. You know it, you may love it. I'm just here to remind you that it exists in this world, and it is so fun to play. When I was home for a little bit, I played with my siblings, and then when I came back to Chicago, me and my boyfriend bought Uno because I was just craving the gameplay. There's something about that game. It is so simple, it's portable, it's easy, and it's a good time. Again, maybe it's a little bit of an odd recommendation, but if you guys need a game, maybe you've never played Uno before, in which case I am so happy to introduce it to your life. But if you have, as I suspect many of you have, find your game of Uno, dust it off, play a game, don't forget to say Uno when you have only one card left. Alright guys, lastly for what's good, one song, Better Man by Virginia to Vegas. I think I now have three Virginia to Vegas songs on this playlist. I don't know, I'm a fan, that's all I gotta say. Check it out on Spotify, Typically Peachy, What's Good playlist. Alright guys, unfortunately the episode is coming to an end, but not before need-to-know basis. Let's get right into it. This week, I have thought a lot about the unexpected. I told you guys that one unexpected thing that happened was that my sister had to leave early, unfortunately, and that got me thinking that recently in my life, a lot of unexpected things have happened, or semi-expected, whether those be big or small. And I just feel like the thing that I've really tried to put in the forefront of my brain is to be adaptable. Life is unexpected, whether we like it or not. As much as you'd sometimes like to, you can't plan it all. There's just no way. Sometimes I think it's best to go into a situation planning for the unplanned. Expect things to not always go according to plan because maybe then you won't be so thrown off. I've also seen a lot of situations lately that when people don't allow themselves to be adaptable, it's usually mostly that person that suffers from it the most. Think about yourself. If you're not being adaptable in some way, shape, or form, you're probably the one that's the most unsatisfied with the situation. You're the one that's disappointed or unhappy or even angry with the circumstances. I know it's not ideal to have things be different than the way that you thought that they were going to be. Trust me, I totally understand that frustrating feeling 
when the plan fails or it alters drastically. But different doesn't always mean bad. And I think that sentiment is something that we need to get out of our heads every once in a while. Different equating to bad. Change equating to bad. Alterations equating to bad. They're not all bad. Sometimes they can even lead to better situations. Crazy to think about, I know, but it has happened before. And I know that we're human beings and we have emotions and reactions. But think about the fact that we're all animals as well. Other animals can adapt to far more things than we can, but we should really take a lesson from them every once in a while. Adapt to your circumstances, adapt to your environment, adapt to change, and keep moving forward. You have no idea where that step in a new direction will take you. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you have a great rest of your week. Another huge happy birthday shout out to my sister. I love you. I adore you. You deserve everything and more. If any of you are listening and happen to know my sister, make sure to wish her a happy birthday tomorrow. Say something nice to a stranger. Adapt and advance. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 